Good morning, everyone. On today's episode, we will be discussing spiritual warfare. Our verse for today is Ephesians six twelve. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Now, this is talking about the kingdom of darkness, about Satan himself, our true enemy, our true adversary. Now, we are not warring against each other. We're not warring against our our mothers, our fathers, our brothers, our sisters, our neighbors, our jobs, our government. No, that is not who we are truly warring against. We are warring against the unseen foe. Now, the unseen foe, the devil himself, he likes to attack because, well, one, his greatest attacks are against the saints of God. If he can attack the saints of God and keep them from fulfilling the purpose God has called upon their lives, then he is keeping the saints from advancing the kingdom of heaven. You see... Satan doesn't want people to be saved. Satan doesn't want the gospel of Christ to be shared. He wants to drag down as many souls to the pits of hell with him as he possibly can. And with everything that's going on right now in our nation and across the world, I'm just going to tell you the best way that I can put it is the devil is freaking out. He's freaking out. Because he knows that his time is coming to an end. He knows that the Lord is about to put him in his place and he will be done for forever. So the devil is doing the best that he can, again, to hinder the saints by wearing them down, by trying to cause them to fall away from the faith, by trying to wear them down and exhaust them so much, attacking physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Myself, personally, I have been going through some pretty heavy um, spiritual warfare. And the way that he has been attacking me here lately is physically. um, I'm, I'm having trouble with my voice, and he's trying to keep me from sharing this with you. Well, I'm fighting against him. I'm going to share this with you, and he doesn't like it because I'm sharing the truth. Another way that he, he also attacks is when he tries to get the saints to denounce God. Well, let me tell you something. Do not believe the lies that pop in your head. Do not believe in the, don't believe the lies at all. No. You will know when the devil is attacking because you can feel it in your spirit. Um, the last couple of days, um, he has literally been trying to get me to denounce God, and I refuse to denounce God. I'm not, I am not denouncing God, because if you denounce God, then God will turn his back on you. And, whew, I don't know about y'all, but I, I need God in my life. I cannot make it without him. It is a struggle. It is a fight. It takes, it, it literally zaps all of your energy just about. But if you hang on, if you cling to the Lord, if you fight the lies with truth and the truth, which is God's word, if you fight those lies with God's word, his truth, the devil will flee. Now, it may take, it may take a while for you to get through this spiritual warfare, 
and it may not. It may take you a couple of days. It may take you a couple of weeks, maybe even months. But do not give up in your fight against your true adversary, the devil himself. Because I'm telling you, when you do not give up, you will be exalted above your enemy. And you will be so much stronger than you ever realized. And the Lord is revealing that strength in me. And not only is he revealing that strength in me and, and I am becoming stronger from the attacks of my foe, I'm also being rooted even deeper in my faith and growing cl- closer to Christ. So as I've been going through my own personal bouts of spiritual warfare, the Lord gave me what I call the seven rules of spiritual warfare And I would like to share them with you because I know that not only are they helping me, but they will help you too if you are currently facing your own um, spiritual battle against the adversary. So the first rule is focus on God, not your enemy, not the devil. The biggest mistake that I made was when all of this started the last couple of months ago, Yes, I was fighting the enemy with the truth, fighting against his lies with the truth, but I was not gaining any ground in the battle. The reason I wasn't gaining any ground in the battle is because I was focusing more on the enemy than focusing on God. You see, we cannot stand up against the enemy ourselves. We cannot fight our adversary ourselves. Because we are just flesh. And the enemy will use our flesh against us. And he will knock you flat on your back end. So when you're in a spiritual battle against the adversary. The best thing that you can do is focus on God. Focus on Jesus. Not the storm. Not the circumstances. Because when you focus on the Lord. You will have peace. And that peace will help you get through that battle. You have to give the battle to God. You have to give the battle to God because we cannot stand against our adversary on our own. It's a daily, Lord, I need you. Lord, come and fight for me. I cannot win this battle on my own. I need you. Be my shield. Be my defense, Lord. And he will do it. He will do it. Rule number two, pray fervently without ceasing. Never stop praying. Cry out to the Lord. Cry. Don't be afraid to cry. It makes you vulnerable, but it makes you humble. And the Lord loves it when you cry out to him, when you seek him, because that's what he wants to do. But we have to put aside our pride and humble ourselves before the Lord. Every time that the devil comes against you, he comes against you with whatever attack he uses, whatever strategy he uses, bow your head, close your eyes, talk to the Lord, always pray, always pray, always talk to God. Because if you are praying and you are talking to God, then the devil cannot come in and distract your mind because your mind is then focused on the Lord himself. And that strengthens you too. Prayer also strengthens you. But prayer also, get this, 
Prayer also is one of our greatest spiritual weapons that we have in our heavenly arsenal to push back the kingdom of darkness. You see, when we pray and we talk to God, we humble ourselves before the Lord, the Lord will rise on our behalf. And when the Lord rises on our behalf, oh, the kingdom of darkness can do nothing but flee because they tremble in fear. They cower in fear because there is none who is more powerful than the Lord God Almighty. They cannot stand up against the Lord. They have to flee. They have to run. So prayer, prayer is our most powerful, powerful spiritual weapon in our heavenly arsenal that we've got besides the Lord himself. But the Lord, but prayer is what unlocks everything. Number three, sing and worship, praise your way through. Now, I know some of you are going to say, well, I'm not a very good singer. Well, I don't know. David probably wasn't a very good singer either, but he still made a joyful noise unto the Lord. He still sang. He danced before the Lord with all of his mind. He danced. He sang. He praised. He worshiped the Lord God Almighty. Because, again, that strengthens us. That helps us to trust in the Lord, to put our faith in the Lord. Because we are called to walk by faith and not by sight. We are called to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts, not on our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge Him. And He will direct our paths. Faith will see us through these storms. So it doesn't matter if you can't sing or not. Still make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Because He loves it. To you, it's beautiful. To Him, it is beautiful. He loves you. He wants to hear you praising him. He wants to hear you worshiping him. He wants to hear you sing before him. He doesn't care what you sound like. He loves it because the Lord God Almighty loves you. He loves you. He wants to fight for you. He wants to be a part of your life, but you have to let him in. Number four, fight the lies with God's truth. Now, when the devil speaks, it's all lies. Because Jesus spoke. He said, John, that the devil is the father of lies. It is his native language. It is his native tongue. There is nothing good that comes out of the devil's mouth. It's all lies to bring you down, to keep you from growing in your relationship with the Lord himself. So in order to fight the lies... With God's truth, you've got to read your Bible. Pick your Bible up. If you haven't read your Bible in a while, I urge you to pick it up. Because I'm telling you, it will make a world of difference. Because God's Word is not only truth, but God's Word is alive and active. And it is sharper than any two-edged sword. When you start throwing truth at the lies of the enemy, again, he'll flee. He'll flee because he can't stand. He does not have a leg to stand on when you are fighting against him with God's truth. He will run. Number five, remember who you are in Christ. Don't forget who you are in the Lord. Don't forget. Ephesians chapters one and two is a good place to start. 
You are blessed. You are chosen. You are redeemed. You are sealed. You are forgiven. You are a child of God. You are the, you are the righteousness of God. Read, your, read the Bible. Don't read just Ephesians chapters 1 and 2. That's a good place to start, though. The whole Bible will tell you who you are in Christ. If you have truly accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will know. You cannot forget who you are in Christ because if you forget who you are in Christ, then the devil will have a victory over you because then he knows, oh, well, they, they're not a true follower of Christ if they have forgotten who they are. I'm not saying that you're not a true follower of Christ. What I'm saying is a lot of people fall away from the faith because they have forgotten who they are. They have forgotten what it is that Christ saved them for, for and from. Don't forget who you are. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. Number six, stay strong and stand firm. To stay strong and to stand firm is to be in the Bible, to be in the Word. You have to read your Word every single day. Do not let your life be so busy with everything going on around you, with work, with family, and all this and that. I mean, there is time that you can set aside whether it's 10, 15 minutes. You can set aside that time, but you've got to stay in the Word and meditate on His Word. Think about His Word. His Word is what will help you stand strong, and you've got to believe it. You've got to believe it. Because the only way that we will be able to stay strong and to stand firm against the attacks of the adversary is if we truly believe in Christ we truly believe in the Lord. We put our trust and our hope and our faith in him. Because Jesus Christ is the hope that anchors our souls. Y'all, Jesus Christ is the only way that we will make it in this world. And he is the only way you will make it into heaven. There is no other way. There is no, no one else who can get you into heaven. Only Jesus Christ can get you into heaven. Because Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And number seven, whatever you're facing, do not give up. Do not give up. There is a movie by the Kendricks brothers that I just absolutely, absolutely love. And it's called Facing the Giants. There is a scene in the movie where one of the players is having to do the death crawl with another player on his back. And as he is crawling along doing this death crawl, his arms are burning, he's tired, he, he's, getting, he's getting worn down, he's weary. He feels like giving up. But the coach is on the ground telling him, no, don't you give up, don't you stop, keep going, keep going, you will make it. That is, abs that is how I see my whole life. Because there's been so many times, and especially right now in the spiritual warfare that I've been going through, where I have visually pictured myself as a player doing the death crawl and all of life's circumstances, all of 
the pain, all of the suffering, all everything that the enemy has just thrown my way. It's just piled upon my back. It's just piled up against me. And I picture myself doing the death crawl with all of this on me, all this burden. And I feel like giving up. I feel like caving in, collapsing, and throwing in the towel. But then God comes along just like the coach, and he's there with me. And he says, no, do not give up. Do not give up. Keep going. Keep going. You can make it. You can make it. Don't you stop. I'm here with you. I will get you through this. You keep going. You are almost there. Do not stop. Do not give up. God is doing the same thing with you. But you've got to cling to the Lord. You've got to cling to the Lord. You have to cry out to Him. You have to pray without ceasing. You have to focus on God. You have to sing and worship and praise Him. You've got to fight the lies with God's truth by getting into the Word. You've got to remember who it is in Christ that you are. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is the same power that lives in you. So do not let the enemy hinder you from fulfilling the purpose God has upon your life. Do not forget who you are so that the enemy uses that against you to get you to fall away from the faith. No, you stay strong and you stand firm upon the promises of the Lord. Because I'm going to tell you something. There are over 5,000 plus promises in the Bible that God has given us. So don't you dare give up. Don't you dare let the enemy have victory over you. Do not give the enemy the satisfaction he is seeking. No. If you are faithful and you stay true to the Lord, you get in the word, you pray, you sing, worship and praise the Lord. You fight the lies with God's truth. Let me tell you something. You will be exalted above the foe. You will be exalted above the adversary. So I urge you, I urge you, brothers and sisters in Christ, do not give up because the days ahead are going to get much, much harder. And if you don't know Christ, then I pray that you would just pick up your pick up a Bible, any Bible, and start reading for yourself. And then you will know what it is that the believers have been talking about. I'm going to tell you. Having a relationship with the Lord is the most beautiful thing you will ever have in this life. You cannot go wrong when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Having Jesus beats the alternative. Because an eternity in hell, away from God, that's not where you want to go. And I'm going to tell you it's not where you're going to go. Because the Lord has given me glimpses of what hides in the darkness. He has given me a glimpse of hell itself a little bit. Thankfully, it's not been anything drastic. But I'm gonna, I'm just going to tell you. It's not pretty. It's not. It is very frightening. The demons, the evil spiritual beings that are in the dark, that are waiting for those who have not accepted Christ... Horror is unimaginable. It's it's horrible. It's horrific. It's it's worse than any horror movie that Hollywood could ever make. And what I have seen, I cannot get out of my head. I will never be able to get them out of my head until I until I leave this earthly body behind and I am united with Christ in heaven.
I believe that the glimpses that the Lord has shown me are to tell you, those who have not accepted Christ, to tell you to accept the Lord, to accept Jesus. Pick up a Bible and start reading and you will see for yourself. Don't just take me at my word. Pick up a Bible and read it and you will know what it is that I'm talking about. What every believer has been talking about. You cannot go wrong if you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because I'm telling you, hell hell is not fun and games. Hell is unimaginable horrors. Hollywood don't even come close. I love y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day. And I'm going to pray for every one of my listeners. And I just pray that you would just take it to heart and that you will not give up. And I pray that if you're listening to this and you don't know Christ, I pray that the Lord will just touch you and that you will see your your eyes will be opened and your ears would be opened. God bless.